Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our soul's salvation, on our spiritual lives, and upon a relationship with God. Encourage other people by helping uh, by by sharing these studies with them you can do that through facebook friends text messages and other technological means but you know people who need to grow in their faith who need to come to god who need to start thinking about their soul salvation and eternity share these studies with them with family members friends work associates neighbors with literally everybody you can you may help somebody turn their life around and even get to heaven what a great blessing for them but also for you So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're talking about the broader series that we've been looking at for some time now. That is heart troubles or problems of the heart. And that is what our mindset is, our conscience, our moral system, our value system, uh, how we live our lives, our souls, our morality. Well, we're talking about in this particular section of this longer series, We've in this series, we've focused on several different heart problems, and that is hatred, laziness, gossip, worry, unforgiveness, and in this one, we're talking about pride. And we're making a differentiation, a distinction between two different kinds of pride. One of those is godly pride, and that's where the person says, I, I want to live a godly life. I want to live a productive life. I want to do what I should be doing. I want to live a life of character that exempt, that that exemplifies my faith in God and my faithfulness to God. The other, I'm going to carry myself well, the way I the way I talk with people and the way I present myself before people, the way I do my job at work, and so on. The other kind of pride is ungodly pride, and that's pride that is sinful. If it's ungodly, it's sinful, and so that's. We might characterize that a great deal of the time as arrogance, haughtiness, conceit. And somebody, they they keep drawing attention to themselves, self-glorification, look at me, look at how good I am. But at the same time, we could think about ungodly pride being exhibited in different ways. So we talked about somebody who knows they did something wrong, but they won't admit it because they're too proud. If they admit it, then that, in their mind, kind of makes them look like somebody who did wrong, <laughs> which they did. But it, 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 it lowers them in their own mindset, their visual, you know, uh, their visual identity of themselves in the face of others. They think, well, they'll, they'll think of me as being, you know, stupid or or ungodly or or evil or something along those lines. They'll maybe just being foolish. And so I, I, I can't admit that I did wrong. Well, see, that's ungodly pride as well. Sometimes stupidity is an exemplar is an example of ungodly pride. I met a man one time many years ago and he worked in a foreign country. Now he was American, but he worked in a foreign country. He worked for I believe basically a foreign government. And he talked about how an individual within that country, they had bought a very expensive sports car, 
and I don't remember exactly what kind it was, but it was something along the line of a Lamborghini, I believe, very expensive. And I believe he let the car be run without adding the oil to it properly, checking the oil and everything. So the engine burned up, I believe. I believe that's what the problem was. Now, the car was still in great condition. It simply needed a new engine. And so I believe he said that he offered to buy it from that particular man. It was just sitting there. And ultimately, sitting there, would eventually it would deteriorate. And so he offered to buy it from this man. And the man said, oh, no, I, I, can't, I can't do that. If I sold that to you, then it would, it would make me look like I was foolish or ignorant. <laughs> so he was just going to let it sit there, apparently, and deteriorate because of stupid pride, ungodly pride, perhaps we could categorize that as. Well, we looked at the first kind of pride, and that's godly pride. And so we want to live by God's teachings. We want to glorify God through our lifestyle. That's godly pride. We want to exhibit in the way that we live Christian character on, an, on a consistent basis. Well, let's look at the other kind of pride, ungodly pride, in some depth and detail. Arrogant pride is a sin. Scripture is clear, direct, straightforward, unapologetic in, lab in labeling arrogant pride as sin. And some people, they might have a hard time thinking about that and accepting it as being sinful to be arrogant in their pride, calling attention to themselves all the time. What does the wise man write in Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 4? A haughty look, a proud heart, and the plowing of the wicked are sin. Now, did you get that? A haughty look, a proud heart? We're talking about ungodly pride here. Haughtiness, arrogance, conceit. In a list of seven things that are, an, that are an abomination to God, the very first one in the list is a proud look. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 and 17. Again, we're not talking about godly pride that says, I want to carry myself properly. I want to conduct myself in Christian character, in faithfulness to God. That's godly pride. I want to ultimately bring glory to God by the way that I live my life. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. But no, this one is a proud look, drawing attention to myself, elevating myself above others ungodly pride. The wise man later reinforces that statement. Every proud, uh, everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord, Proverbs 16 and verse 5. And then similarly, he writes, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate, Proverbs 8 and verse 13. Now notice the fear of the Lord is to hate, evil, pride and arrogance in the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate, God says. Proverbs 8 and verse 13. Notice the strong warning that the Lord will destroy the house of the proud. Proverbs 15 and verse 25. Well, boy, these verses of Scripture 
ought to serve as wake-up calls for everybody in the way they conduct themselves, in the way they, they speak of themselves and act and carry themselves before others. The psalmist also emphasizes that God will not abide an individual caught up in pride whose life just exemplifies this kind of pride drawing attention to himself. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 101 and verse 5, whoever, secret, whoever secretly slanders his neighbor, him I will destroy. The one who has a haughty look and a proud heart, him I will not endure. Now, how could we apply that a proud heart, a haughty look? Somebody who looks down on other people? Naturally, because they're what, maybe not as smart as they are, don't have a position in society that they have or in the workplace, or maybe they don't dress as well as I dress. Maybe they don't have the background that I have. Maybe they just, they just look beneath me. <laughs> the one who has a haughty look and a proud heart, him I will not endure God says, Psalm 101, verse 5. Another psalm seems to indicate that God will hold a person exhibiting ungodly pride at a distance. In other words, keep him away from, from God. Psalm 138, and verse 6. The scriptures are clear in warning that God will bring judgment upon the proud. Isaiah 2, and verse 12. Isaiah 13, and verse 11. Very succinctly put, Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16 and verse 18. Now, we need to take that to heart. We need to pay attention. We need to make the right applications to our lives. At its worst, pride is seen in the light of ugly arrogance and self-condemnation. What does the psalmist write in Psalm 10 and verse 4? The wicked in his proud countenance does not seek God. God is in none of his thoughts. And that's the way it is with a lot of prideful people. They don't think about God. They're all caught up in themselves. They become God in their own eyes, basically. Now, they might not say that openly, but they basically, in effect, take the place of God in their lives. Think about that, how awful that is. The wise man speaks further to this point. A proud and haughty man, scoffer is his name, he acts with arrogant pride. Proverbs 21 and verse 24. And then note the condemning scripture, or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, the condemning description of idolatrous Moab, the nation of Moab. We have heard the pride of Moab, the pride of Moab. He is exceedingly proud of his loftiness and arrogance and pride and of the haughtiness of his heart. Jeremiah 48 and verse 29. A similar warning is given to Babylon. For she has been proud against the Lord. Behold, I am against you. O most haughty, one says, the Lord of hosts. I am against you, O most haughty one, says the Lord of hosts. God is against them. The most proud shall stumble and fall. 
Jeremiah 50, verses 29 through 32. And then a sobering warning of terrible judgment upon the proud is issued by the prophet Malachi in Malachi 4 and verse 1. Oh, arrogant pride, it's unsettling. It tends to agitate and create strife. Well, let's talk about that a little bit further next time. Let's pray right now. Father, guide us, help us to remember to never exhibit ungodly pride, but to always give you the glory, Father, for the good things in our lives, for they are from you. Help us to live always to your honor and your praise and your glory, and help us to help others see that pathway through life as being the right pathway. Please be merciful with us, Father, we pray. Please forgive us, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen.